Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work, and that with the right structure, support, and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify, and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching. Guess what today is, Hayley? I don't know. It is Pancake Day. <laughs> nice, okay. And it feels quite strange that we're talking about Pancake Day a couple of days before Pancake Day, which means I've got to ask a question, can I have pancakes today and on Tuesday? Yes. Fantastic. It's always good. Anything food related is perfect. Today's revision, but if you haven't guessed, is all about nutrition and digestion. And specifically, we're going to go through the process of food that enters through the mouth yep. and goes passage all the way, the passage way of food, all the way down through... Into the toilet. Into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say, but <laughs> there we go. So we're going to break down exactly the journey your pancakes will go through. From mouth to poo. <laughs> <laughs> You won't forget that one now, will we? <laughs> no, and there's a number of steps to go through and we've got a really nice, yeah, what have we got today? Is it it's an, an acronym that kind of is backed up with a little story. Perfect, cool. Yeah. And this is important to understand for not just your level three nutrition case study, your level three nutrition exam, and I know a number of people listening have that, yeah. but also more importantly, how do you work with a client going forwards with nutrition? And obviously yesterday we talked about kind of the, the parameters and boundaries of our scope of practice, yeah. and now we're kind of diving down deep into, into the science and anatomy side bit. of so nutrition. why would somebody need to know, because we get that a lot, why does somebody need to know that... Um, food is broken down by a particular uh, enzyme, enzyme in a particular part of the digestive in, yeah, system completely. What, what, was, um, what would be your answer to that i think it's about valuing the parts it's okay. about saying well like we had the mechanic in episode one yeah whereby the mechanic knows everything about the parts of the car that he's going to work with and by knowing those parts he knows how they interact together and he can go deeper in his knowledge superb Whereas here, we're going to learn about all the parts of the digestive system. Not so that we can learn, do in-depth in advice and information on and intestines. Tell, and, tell, and tell the client that a particular macronutrient <laughs> is broken down and, it, and then it gets um, taken from one part and extracted to another part of the body. It's not really about the words that we give our clients. It's about now being able to use that so that when we go on and learn in-depth about macros, about energy, about how we use this in the body... Um, then we understand. Why I also important. think that if you're going to provide, we said yesterday, um, detailed, clear, clarity, yeah. simple advice, then we must know the next level as well. Does that make sense? Yeah. So not only do we need okay, to value yeah. the whole body, we need to know it in a little bit more depth than the simplified version we're going to give it to the client. We still need to understand it in a simple way. Yeah. But in order to really excuse the pun, digest it and give it to the client in, in a clear, simple way, then we must know it at a slightly deeper level again. Well, that reminds me in of In order to break yeah. it down. It reminds me of a teacher, like a, a primary school teacher doesn't just know the knowledge they're teaching at primary level. They know it way above so yes. that they can break it down and simplify it. Perfect. Yeah, and there that's we go. exactly that. You as a trainer, as a fit pro, are doing exactly that. You know it at a deeper level so you can break it down, simplify it, and make sense of things when your clients have questions. I also liked that point a second ago, as we segue back, where you said <laughs> how all of the parts integrate together and that you must know each part in quite a bit of depth 
in order to see how they all function together because that's what anatomy and physiology is yeah. right so anatomy is for study the parts. Of the parts and the physiology is the function exactly so now we've got various parts in in terms of the passage of food so we've obviously got to talk about the the mouth we've got to talk about the esophagus we've got to talk about the stomach and so forth and we'll give you that very shortly yeah. so those would be the anatomy but the function the physiology of all of those parts together but also beyond that which will be a future revision bite around all of these parts working together to create ATP, which yeah. goes down the production of energy, exactly. which effectively is what we're doing here, right? We're consuming food yeah. to convert to stored energy and utilise that energy for day to, to do day. the things you want to do, to be active, to have do the exercise that you're going to prescribe your Perfect. client. Yes. They link in massively. And also understanding about how hydration plays a part in that, but also the link to hormones, which is massive. So like when you think about like, we're going to talk like in relation to the pancreas and the liver and you get all these different other enzymes and hormones all play a part in the role of digestion. And without understanding how they all fit together, it can feel like you've just got lots of bits in your body. Completely. And I think, <laughs> really I think in, the, in the 20 minutes of today or the next couple of revision bites, it's, it isn't enough, I'm going to be honest. It's, this is a yeah. free resource to keep get you inspired and have a, have a dose of revision today at, yeah. the, at the end of it. But we're talking about a topic we could talk for hours about. And inside, hours. in fact, the revision boot camp, it's six and a bit hours of, of nutrition. structured nutrition completely. And so the first place to start if we look at this, let's let's give away the is it the acronym yeah, we've got? Yeah, so we've got an acronym. So uh, what I want you to imagine first of all is that there's a DJ and they live in LA. Now this DJ is called Moss. So I like to imagine Kate Moss on the decks in LA. That's kind of like how I how I've got a little image for it. Um, so this is going to help you remember it. Now down the side of your paper you're going to write Moss, so M O S S, and then D J, so D J, and then I for in, and then L A. So it goes M O S S D J I L A. So that's ten, and we obviously we're usually going on five plus or minus Ooh, two. We're stretching How, it. We are stretching it. However, you've Even got how I've broken them down. Look. You've got it into three. So Moss, D J, in L A. Yeah. Okay. So it's almost like three sections. You've got Moss. Then you've got DJ and then in LA, ILA, completely. Yeah, I like it. And it just shows you the passage of food. And obviously it starts with the mouth because that's the M. And I think sense. this is really important. Let's just go back to the mechanic a minute. And or let's go back to me with my car, in fact, our car. Mm. So if I turn up to the petrol pump, okay, I just you know, aimlessly, like naively, ignorantly, I suppose, <laughs> Stick the petrol just uh, undo the <laughs> petrol nozzle and poke the thing in and pull the lever and I put fuel in. Yeah. What I don't, need to understand mm. as an end user of the car yeah. is the flow the of the mechanism, the physiology of the car, all of the anatomy of the car, of where that fuel goes to the engine. I know there's a fuel filter, okay? <laughs> um, but how that then creates energy mm. for the car to move forward. So that when I press down on the accelerator, that petrol is there. That petrol the is, effect of that the petrol effect is of there. that petrol is there. Like that blows my mind. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and yet we do that every day, right? We every, just move and we assume time, that energy's there. Yeah, completely. And it is there, but it's only because we've consumed food and drink and calories prior to me needing that on demand. Mm. And that's I just find that incredibly fascinating. But I put food in my mouth. I break it down. Some of that food comes out because my body doesn't need it or want it or require it. Mm. And then I can go about my daily life. It's extracted what it needs and it's off. And I we take it. that so much for granted. Yeah, we do, do you actually. Know what I mean? yeah, and, and the body's where, an amazing thing. And it does all that automatically. Yeah. 
And I just wanna kind of add that like value and emphasis before we jump into like the first part of Moss is a DJ in LA, okay? Um, <laughs> of, of the mouth of like, that's the equivalent of putting the petrol into the car. Yeah, yeah, that's the first bit. So you literally put food in the mouth <laughs> yeah. and then chew it up, which is called mastication. So that's a mechanical digestion whereby you're chewing around. And a lot of people, you know, there's a bit of advice, you know, a lot of clients from my experience don't actually um, chew for long enough. They don't actually break down their food. Yeah. You know, it's like the prerequisite. It's, pro it's progressive overload, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> that was sneaky to get that in there. <laughs> but a lot of people don't actually in allow their body to fully break down and masticate and use amylase in a saliva to break down the early stages of, of digestion of their food okay, mm. in their mouth. And that's the prerequisite for it to comfortably go down the next step, which is your esophagus, which is O of your uh, moss. Of the moss DJ, so you've got yeah. mouth and then O is esophagus. Yeah. Okay. Before it's then prepped, ready for the stomach, which yeah. is the first S of moss. Yeah. And in the stomach is where you not only have hydrochloric acid, which is going to kill off any bacteria, pretty important um but it also does the breakdown of uh, proteins down to amino acid via pepsin so you've kind of got more enzymes inside the stomach now the stomach is pretty amazing place and usually people are aware of the stomach because they kind of go oh that like burp or if they think about like vomiting and stuff it all comes from there they're aware of what yeah. it is but i always find that past the stomach People don't really understand what's going yeah. on. Let's just stay with the mouth, esophagus and stomach. And again, we, we've got a couple of keywords, certainly from an exam perspective around the esophagus and how the, the, the flow of food and drink goes down. Yeah, peristalsis. Um, peristalsis, which is? It, peristalsis is basically the smooth muscle that makes up the esophagus. And also we have this in our intestines as well later. But this basically moves it in like an undulating, wave. smooth way. I like that, a wave-like yeah. approach that kind of moves the food down it's not like a um a flume ride whereby your food just zips down <laughs> through the middle it's not that because you would actually still be able to don't try this but you could still do a headstand and and have food go from your mouth down to your stomach because peristalsis would move it and so what we're saying is peristalsis in your esophagus wants uh, food and drink to move in one direction which is why when you are ill and you're being sick it's it, it, it bruises almost, doesn't it? Yeah. It's hard work because you're going against the natural action of the esophagus. Yes, which will just push it downwards cool. all automatically. For As you. we move into the stomach now, I see the stomach, and this is kind of a, a strange analogy now, I see the stomach as a kind of a Tesco's, or you could go to another shop, a Morrison's or <laughs> any Asda. Stores any are stores available. are available. <laughs> a, a, a carrier bag whereby I'm able to... Without those little holes in the bottom. Without the little holes, thank God, yeah. Completely. <laughs> but your stomach effectively is a bit like a carrier bag where you are able to carry your food around with you. Because mm. inside your stomach, you're actually drip feeding um, the fluid from the stomach into the next section, yeah. okay, which is... So the duodenum, which is the very top of the small intestine. Cool, what was the other S? So the other S is yeah. small intestine. Small intestine. And then we break that down. Perfect, so before we the go there, bit. so we've got... M-O-S-S, -S. so we've got mouth, esophagus, stomach, small intestine. Yes. Okay, that's the first section. So the stomach is like this carrier bag that is drip feeding constantly, very, very small amounts 
of fluid from the stomach into the small intestine. Yeah, with like a little valve, isn't it? Like really tiny little valve. And it's like the size of like a, a an M&M almost, this valve. And it's <laughs> tiny. It's constantly just dripping through. And so if I eat something of like, for example, my breakfast this morning, I'm now recording this. My breakfast is still in my stomach and it's given me this constant supply of energy or flow of passage of food into the next section. Yeah. So that's why I think a lot of people clients see it as like because I've eaten it's kind of almost gone through and I'm utilizing it but I'm still, still holding it I'm still holding that for several hours okay in my stomach it can stay in the stomach for like two to four hours there you go so hence why you know by you have breakfast at uh, eight o'clock and you're hungry by midday it shows because... about the timing before an exercise session as well doesn't it so like yes. if your client goes and literally has like a full meal and then goes straight out for a run or an exercise session if their food is still in their stomach the food they've consumed isn't actually giving them any energy yet Perfect. and then all the blood flow moves away from the stomach so there's a great bit of advice isn't it of, yeah. of, of texting or communicating with your client a, a number of hours before okay which I do via text yeah. and just say, make sure you have some food in the next half an hour to prepare for the session and try not to eat a great deal before the session. Yeah. Because that could hinder uh, comfort, mobility. It could even come up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which we don't want to do. Yeah, and it's why you hear about different types of food being good for pre-workout in the fact that you anything that is very like sugary can actually be absorbed in the mouth. Um, so amylase breaks it down and then it can be absorbed through the mouth. Well, the speed of digestion is that much quicker. Yeah, so it means it doesn't certain, have to wait that four certain, hours yeah, to get out. <laughs> so we talk about this in another revision bite, but certain carbohydrates can be the speed of digestion or a passage of that from yeah, mouth quicker. to being utilised is tons quicker compared to, say, uh, some proteins and fats, for yeah, example. exactly. So we've gone through the mouth, esophagus, stomach, and, and now we're in the small intestine, intestine. Which has got three parts to it. So this is your D, your J, and your I. So this is DJ in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so duodenum. Yeah. And this is the very first part. Now, the, very, the duodenum is all about breaking things down. So this is where you kind of get the injection from your pancreas and from your liver to help break down fats. You also get um, in more more uh, enzymes that help with the breakdown of carbohydrates. So this all happens in this duodenum part, a lot of breaking down. I just want to highlight, because we talked about uh, yesterday about the thermic effect the food and you've just mentioned that enzymes and various things are coming from other places around the body to help break this down well something has to we have to build those enzymes in the first place which are built from proteins yeah okay so we're now using protein to break down other things yeah the, during the other macros we consume the other macros and that is the thermic effect of food yeah. you know this whole process the energy, the energy required for me to mechanically move my mouth for me to move my tongue for me to create the amylase in my mouth for me for to the have peristalsis. A, that all takes uh energy. energy and so we must we must consume energy to break down more energy yeah when, and that's the thermic effect of food yeah so it actually to, uh, you need the energy in order to break down oh all goes around in circles. There we go. <laughs> and so next one is the jejunum. Yeah. And the, the jejunum is the second part of the small intestine. And again, there's um, part of breaking down. And this is where the absorption really kicks in for the main macros. And you've got this kind of like microscopic villi, yeah. which are almost like, for a better word, tiny little hairs. Yeah. For a better word. Yeah. But increase, yeah, protrusions, but create a, a greater surface area for the broken down... Um, produce now yeah. okay. <laughs> all these broken down mushy food yeah. in to be able to be um, transported into the bloodstream and taken to the various places of the body that require that 
um, those nutrients that, so it can turn it into energy or do whatever Perfect. it needs to do with it. Cool. Um, and the ilium is also high for like absorption. So that's the same for the ilium. So, so you've got your small intestine, which yeah. is the last part of moss, and then you've got DJ in. So you've got your D. Duodenum. Then you've got your J. Jejunum. And then you've got your I. Ilium. Fantastic. And don't confuse ilium now with it's the... It's spelt differently. It's spelt differently with the ilium of your pelvis. Yes. The one on your pelvis has got another I in it, whereas the uh, one in your digestive system is I-L-E-U-M. Perfect. So it's different. And then the last two uh, letters is L-A. So moss is a DJ in L-A. Yes. Okay. Um, and L is the large intestine. And inside the large intestine, we are effectively it's the last stage of of digestion of a passage of food yeah. before it goes through the anus which yeah. is the a i gotta have like a cheeky little giggle there <laughs> anus there's something about poo and things that makes people giggle i don't isn't know it's it? funny isn't it they're childish but, of us all there we go love it so what happens in the large, large intestine? intestine is where it all kind of gets compact down um to and all the hydration so all the fluids get zipped out of that so yeah. rather than it being all mushy that it was in the small intestine it's now getting more firm which means that we can pass it easier yes so all of the all of the waste product that couldn't get broken down okay and the fiber and continues. the fiber continues so anything that that was i suppose not not necessary was rejected body didn't didn't want or need okay or it's, it's just the, excess shell that had yeah, the it's good the stuff final it. stage of how can i how can the body grab as much nutrient dense yeah. material from this to be transported and anything that the body doesn't want or need or require is then moved through into uh, feces which yeah. is then taken in the toilet in the toilet yeah, exactly. And the other thing about large intestine that's really important is that that's where vitamins come out as well and get absorbed into the body. So vitamins and minerals come out with the hydration yeah. side. So they so all come out. As a quick recap, where would you? Where is carb um, broken down and digest and 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Not digested. And absorbed. Absorbed. There you go. Um, cool. So broken down first of all in the mouth and yeah. then also in the upper part of the small intestine, duodenum. Okay. And then fats. Fats um, broken uh, broken down in the um, duodenum and the jejunum. Cool. And then proteins? Proteins are broken down in the stomach and also in the top part Perfect. of the small intestine. And then each stage of digestion is breaking down all of these as well yeah. um, in preparation to be fully digested and absorbed. Yeah. Okay, so it all starts in the mouth and then each stage co continues to break down and churn and and move the fluid, the fluid and, the, and the produce through okay, yeah. in order to be prepped ready for the next stage to the final point of digestion. Yeah, exactly. Wicked. And it can take a long time, going from the mouth all the way down. It's like between 12 and 70 hours. Uh, it just blows my mind. That's it's crazy. just an amazing amount of time that, we're, that this is, is happening in our body all and, the time. And that's obviously impacted by the type of food yes. and the makeup of those foods so the amount of carb fats and proteins mm. and the balance of each meal i suppose yeah, the and percentage the hydration of, yeah, the completely. amount of fiber and i think that's what we're jumping to tomorrow will mm. be more around carb fats and proteins and macro micronutrients yeah so the fuel of what's going in but at the very least today we've covered the passage of food yeah okay but i think the key part for me what would be your takeaway uh it's got to be the acronym the Moss is a DJ in LA. It's helped literally hundreds so of people. Great. Thousands of people. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it has. Um, my, my takeaway has been the valuing of all of the parts yes. in order to train 
the whole and you might <laughs> the, not the whole see body. it from a, a training point of view or a nutrition advice point of view that you need to know all those parts no completely but it comes from that as a foundation and i think the more we value and the understanding of the anatomy and physiology at a slightly deeper level okay we're not talking about becoming phd experts here bless you <laughs> okay but what we are talking about is having a, 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 a an ample amount of knowledge to say, now I understand all the parts, I can now break this down and give the, the advice relevant to my client based on what I know about all these parts and how they work together. Yes. The simple one being about the, the, the time frame of food from digestion, from eating to digestion and utilizing that as energy. Yeah. And, and how long and that how is that before in, a session. And how and that impacts my client's session yeah. completely. Real simple ninja moves, but they create really, really big results. They do. What we want to know is what has been your big takeaway. So inside the inner circle, all of the links are around. I think the hashtag has to be Moss DJ ILA. Yeah, so Moss. Doesn't it? Moss I And so it would be M-O-S-S DJ ILA. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Moss is a DJ in LA. Yeah. Um, outside of that, uh, do let us know your big uh, takeaway from today. And we will see you bright and breezy tomorrow morning. And we'll go from there. See you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work, and that with the right structure, support, and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify, and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.